Last time on Lost Legends Tales of Thern, our heroes arrived in the town of Saltborn, the southern penal colony of the Golden Empire. Hijinks occurred as they were introduced to the patrons of the local Drunk Chicken Tavern, and the party learned from the owners that a seemingly abandoned manor atop the seaside cliff outside of Saltborn might be a good place to establish themselves. Our story continues as the owner of the house, Master Baldwin Karak, and Mr. Banks, his Kenku butler, welcome the party to stay in his manor. Hey everyone, what's up? Welcome to Lost Legends Tales of Thern. How we feeling there, everyone? Players, patrons? Hello, Pretty swell. comrades. I'm excited. Good. Oh yes. Are you excited? I'm excited. So excited you're laying eggs. Hell yeah. <laughs> Do you think Paul Bunyan so let me let me cut to brass tacks here. Do you guys think Paul Bunyan is a kaiju? Yes. Could be. He destroyed his building too. Babe definitely is. Yeah, I was gonna say oh, babe. Babe for sure. 100%. <laughs> There's no question about that. All right. So within I'm I'm a kaiju expert, as we all know. I have a Godzilla podcast, Godzilla Destroyal Podcast. Um as the kaiju expert on the show and in and in life, um, they consider when you classify kaiju, you do talk about the mechas. So like Mecha Godzilla, whether which form it is, is lumped in there with kaiju. So if a robot that is either built by aliens or humans can be considered a kaiju, I think a giant man can be considered a kaiju. Okay. That's fair. That, yeah, I just want I've been dying to ask you guys that. Especially because, you know, we have an expert in the group on the matter. And yeah. I was like yeah. So then, also, like, I never claim to actually be an expert on that show. I'm just like, oh yeah, I'm a super fan. So that way, if I if I say something wrong, like I don't get drugged through the mud. <laughs> I oh, mean, you'll still get drugged through the mud anyways. More of an expert <laughs> than anyone else, really. <laughs> like you know, I don't know how tall Paul Bunyan was, but I mean, technically, any monster that's larger than normal would be considered a, a kaiju. It's like the movie The Host. It's a Korean horror movie. It was a very good Korean yeah. horror movie. Uh, that thing's only like. Ten to twelve feet tall. I consider that a kaiju. Huh. So, are you mentioning all this because you want this to be a topic for Mission Spooky, and you want to come on and talk about Paul Bunyan folklore being a kaiju? Because <laughs> I can I, make that happen. That thought hadn't occurred to me, but I am a hundred percent down. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll just have all you yeah. guys come on, and we'll just do a massive, you know, talk about Paul Bunyan being a kaiju. <laughs> <laughs> That would be an editing nightmare for me, but yeah, sure. Let's do it. <laughs> YOLO. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Admittedly, Ben, my most of my knowledge of Paul Bunyan actually comes from the Simpsons episode where Homer's, it's a like treehouse of horror where Homer's Paul Bunyan. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the classic Disney uh, take on Paul Bunyan. It's like one of their shorts when they did all the folklore stuff. No, nope, yeah. Really it. cool. Really cool. Yeah, if you have Disney Plus, it probably is on there. Yeah, I haven't seen that in forever. I wanted to just pick you guys' brains about it. Joey, you're you're also kind of a kaiju fan-ish. Do you think Paul Bunyan's a, a kaiju, or do you want to argue with me? I'm really not going to argue with you on that. I don't know enough to to make an argument against or for. Big man. Big man. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Shaq, he, he's a he kaiju. Contributed, he, he contributed to deforestation, so I don't know, maybe... <laughs> <laughs> so he, he he terrorized man <laughs> oh i'm going to see minus one on tuesday oh bro it's I'm so good so excited like this episode's not coming out until like fucking february or whatever but like minus one just came out for us while we're recording it's so fucking good <sighs> yeah i heard it's amazing 
Like I'll be going by myself, stuff. but whatever. Hey, it's worth it. Like it's so good. Like honestly, I've had a week to digest it. It's my favorite Godzilla movie of all time. Fifty four was up there. Was the number one for a long time, but this this just took it. This is it's fucking art. It's so perfect. Oh my god. If you want to know more about Minus One, you can listen to my episode on Godzilla <laughs> Destroyal Podcast about Minus One. Let's see. I just said Plugs. Up. Plugs, everybody. Plugs. Let's get them out of the way now. Plugs. <laughs> <laughs> I really like uh, Godzilla versus Kong. I thought that movie was badass. It was. And freaking, like, when Mecha Godzilla, like the last 20 minutes, Mecha Godzilla comes out of nowhere and just starts, like, wrecking faces. So, all right, you brought it up. You had you you had to bring it up. All right. So the movie's not bad. I I like the movie. It's my least favorite of the MonsterVerse movies, except until Godzilla X Kong will be out probably by the time this episode comes out. I haven't seen it as of this recording. I'm not loving how that's looking. Uh, the Godzilla vs Kong movie. It's it was way too much of a Kong movie when it's supposed to be a Godzilla sequel, and I just. I'm a Godzilla fan. I'm not a Kong fan. So it's a fun movie. It's there's a great kaiju fight. Godzilla literally burls, burrs a hole to the center of the earth with his atomic breath. Fucking awesome. I didn't like the design of Mecha Godzilla. I thought the fight at the end was kind of like, oh, yeah, let's make King Kong the greatest thing ever. I'm like, ah, like, I just I don't it's OK. It's I'm very lukewarm on that movie. Oh, I really you're not excited for know. Super Saiyan Rose Godzilla. I like the pink <laughs> beam. I like the way it looks a lot, actually. I'm excited for that, actually. <laughs> but with I was way more excited for Minus One leading up to like its release. And now with Minus One out and it's amazing, I'm like, bro, Warner Brothers is like, I don't think I, I'm even less excited for the Warner Brothers, Brothers movie now. And the, the bad guy for this one, it's like King Scar, right? Yeah, it's like a new, it's a Warner Brothers property. And it's like, bro, we've already seen Godzilla fight an ape kaiju. I don't need to see it again. Like a lot of fans were hoping for like another Toho property that they bought, brought over. People were hoping for like Gigan, which would have been awesome. Like Gigan's like another big mm-hmm. bad guy. And he, Gigan hasn't been in a movie since like ever since like the year 2000. Yeah. And he was only in like three movies total. So it would have been great to see him. Final Wars, right? Was the last Yeah. One. Final Wars when he was all like Marilyn Manson, new metal decked Dude, out. I'm trying <laughs> to get through that film. Oh my God. Uh, if you think of it. Human fighting. <laughs> If you just think of it as like a wrestling game, it's not a bad watch. But yeah, you got to get through it. Like, why the motorcycle scene? Why? Like, I <laughs> just I think the I think the only uh, kaiju film I've ever seen is uh, the 1998 Charlize Theron film Mighty Monster. Joe Young. Right. Welcome That's to a, Tales of Theron takes on kaiju. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, Joey and Alec were on an episode of uh, Godzilla Destroy podcast back in December. So go listen to those episodes if you want. Yesterday for me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Should we get into it, Ben? We've we've wasted yeah. like eight minutes of time just talking about kaiju. Hell yeah. yeah. Well, I said it um, first. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so last time, essentially, you know, Mister Banks was going upstairs to get your rooms ready, and um, you'd see him come down the grand staircase. The house, you know, just smells like mold. Smells really old. This like old mansion, and. Uh, you know, you'd see a couple of spots in the roof that look pretty beat up as you're making way up the stairs. Uh, Mr. Banks, he uh, turns back to you guys. And can I have everybody do a medicine check on him? Uh, 13. 13. Excellent. I don't even know what he is. I got an eight. <laughs> 14. 11. 
All right. So uh, Kiki and Joey, you guys would notice that he's got some. So he's got a suit on like a like a butler kind of suit with like a tie and such. Um, you'd notice a couple of spots where he looks a little scraped up and he kind of brushes himself off. He's a Kenku, you know, so he's like a crow person kind of brushes himself off a bit and you see dust fall off of him. And uh, he's like, my apologies. I am normally more presentable than this. <laughs> yeah, what happened to you? Did you fall down a flight of stairs? He, he's like, well, not quite fall down a flight of stairs, but if by that you mean be attacked in the attic, then yes. Well, there's a story that needs to be uncovered. What happened? You got a, you got a attic? Aren't you a Ken? I didn't realize Kenkus have attics. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> Never mind. I'll show myself out. <laughs> He's like, yes, Miss uh, Isa. He says, we uh, we here at Ascalon Manor have a, well, somewhat dilapidated attic, admittedly. Uh, it seems like a number of dust methods have made their way up there. I tried to lodge them out with the broom, but to no avail. All they did was activate my allergies. So what you're saying is you lost two dust buddies? And he just kind of looks at you and he gets, he kind of just cocks his head to the side and he's like, deadly dust bunnies. He turns to everybody else. I mean, we, from what it sounds like, we could take over the mansion without any issues if this is, this is the case. Well, Gyro, I think it's more like maybe we can um, take care of the dust bunnies for him. Like, help him out a little bit. I mean, that too, but, you know, like, nothing's stopping us from making this our, our, our mansion. Except for, like, morals and stuff, you know? Like, remember those things? <laughs> I no. bet you don't, though. Yeah. Okay. No, no, never. Morals? My moral is conquer, destroy, take what is mine. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? That actually works, like, in this particular situation. See, you got to go upstairs to the attic, and you conquer it, and then you can take over the attic. The but attic just will be the attic. just yours. Just there yours. You go. All gyros. Just gyros mm. attic. All yep. for you, God, Lord. I, I, we could help you do it, you know, but. Mr. Banks, which way to the attic? <laughs> and he just kind of looks over. Um, it, it becomes really apparent that gyro hasn't tried to mask this conversation at all. <laughs> and Mr. Banks is just like, take over the manor? In, in a manner of speaking. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, Kitty. Uh, <laughs> he says, uh, Mr. Half Pint, maybe I will take you up on that drink at some point. Allow oh, me yeah. to clean Anytime, myself friend. off first. Anytime, gonna, friend. I'll press the digitate himself clean or him clean. You just see like a like whoosh. And it's like a pig pen from Charlie Brown, like a whole just layer of dust just poofs off of him and falls to the ground, roughly Kenku shaped. And uh, he says, thank you kindly. The pleasure's mine, friend. Now, which way to the attic? Yes, ah, yes. You want to go up the stairs, down the hallway. It is a spiral staircase. Which hallway? There's there's a few of them in this mansion. And he uh, just kind of looks around. Like, ah, my apologies. I have not had to give a tour in many ages. I will show you, actually. And he just kind of like, you know, kind of fluffs himself off a little bit more. And he leads the way. So kind of down the eastern hallway. Um. You guys would hear the rush of waves. Essentially, Ascalon Manor is built on the side of a cliff. And um, 
you know, kind of overlooking the town. There's like a cliff face that goes up and then it's the the mansion perched on top like a roost. And, um, you know, hundreds of feet below, you would hear like the crashing of waves as you guys make your way up to the manor or up to the uh, the ceiling, the scatterbrained. Make your way up to the attic. And um, it's above a ceiling. So I'll give you that. Yeah. 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 The ultimate ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and yeah, inside you'd see a whole bunch of uh, chests and, um, you know, chests and like just kind of random paraphernalia and stuff around here. Everything's coated in like a lit, like a, an inch of dust um, along the way. You guys would also see a big red door. Um, and the door has three kind of masterwork locks on it. Master care, uh, you know, Mr. Banks seems to pay it no mind whatsoever. He just kind of walks right by it. Well, that's the door uh, we should go in. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 What, what, what's that? Uh, absolutely. Oh, big Boots voice. God damn it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, uh, Sam Berger, I think you might have something caught in your throat there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. Sorry. I got uh, uh, some of the dust yeah. off of Mr. Banks. Yeah. 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 He's a, he's a real dusty fella. Uh, yeah. Can we can we go in that door there, guys? That uh, looks interesting. Eh? I bet there's a lot of presents in there for you. <gasps> presents for me? I think so. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I'll find a present for you too. Okay, bud. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mama. Mama needs a present. Yeah. 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 It, it's Mama's day. I was going to say, how was going to make you, I was going to make you pancakes, but I didn't, I didn't have any flour or lizards. Oh, well, you know, the flour, definitely. I'm not really into lizards, but anytime you want to make me pancakes, sons of lizards, I'm in. I don't know what that means, but I think it means, it means extra without. lizards. It means no. extra <laughs> lizards, not, right? No. Right. No. No. She said pancakes with sand lizards. Oh, I've never had a sand lizard. I've had I've had a lot of cave lizards. What's yeah, behind the big red door, looking Mr. Banks? At half pint right now. <laughs> Come on, Mr. so Help. Mr. Banks, he looks back over at goes back over at Sandberger. You know, Mr. Banks is a pretty tall guy, probably like six foot six foot one. He kneels down bird. to Sandberger. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> He kneels down and gets right in Sam Berger's face, and he's like, you like cave lizards? Oh, of course I do. I'm from the cave. I eat cave lizards. And his eyes get really wide, and he says, I love cave lizards. Yeah, dude. How do you, how do you like to make them? Pan-fried or boiled or raw, sashimi style? I really like boiling them. And then mashing them up into a kind of potato porridge made of blood and guts, and then adding enough chili powder to choke out a small Venezuelan village. <laughs> what's what's Venezuelan? It's a type of. Um, he says, "Ah, oh, you must. You you simply must travel more." Yeah, I I I'm kind of stuck here. I think, but I definitely want to travel the more of the world. Of course, and he uh. Yeah, he says, uh, basically, there's there's one rule in the house, and uh, or I should say one main rule in the house, and that is no one enters the red door. He says, that is forbidden, specifically forbidden by Master Karak. Not even but I why? am allowed inside. But why? He just kind of shrugs. As Master Karak is the only one with keys to that door. He does not permit anyone else inside. Okay, I'll go but talk why? to him about it. I'll go ask him about it, because I don't believe you, dude. And he just kind of curious shrugs. why. Why? Why can we go in? What's behind the door? 
and say, yeah, uh, Mr. Banks, he legitimately has no idea. He says, I, I have not been in there in ages. What is in there now, I could not rightly say. Ah, what the fuck? <laughs> he takes you guys to this uh, kind of winding staircase up to the attic, and he says, just up there, that is where you'll see it. You know, boxes, dust, chests, all kinds of things that have been left to rot, like much in this house. So what you're saying is anything that's up there is up for grabs? He just kind of chuckles and says, if you find anything of value up there, let me know. Or not. Yeah, I don't think it's any of your business what we found up there. Yeah, it's not like you have like a checklist, like I have to give you like the stuff I find. Like, you don't know what's up there, right, dude? Yeah, I I remember signing anything. (laughs) Everything that's up there. Children, children, I I was saying that like on the down low. You're not supposed to outright tell people that we're about to steal from them that's not oh i have great here so i wasn't sure uh, what i'm sorry it just sounded like you were normal spock speaking to me i don't remember agreeing to this okay mr banks we uh, promise not to not to w- you look good today dude thank you thanks to my friend half find here you got all the dust off of me i shall now that i am clean i shall finish setting up your rooms post haste how many how many dust bunnies were up there? Uh, I counted three. Well, that, that's nothing. Gyro can kill those in a heartbeat. Yeah, right. Look, there's one for each of you kids. Go for it. Hey, uh, yeah, Mr. Banks, he turns to Gyro and says, Mr. Gyro, is this true? Yes. Have, do you have much experience killing dust methods? Uh, well, I have, I have experience killing a lot of things. That's how I might. I wanted to try. This is very good. I shall leave you to it. Good day. And he bows oh, very respectfully. Kind of straightens his little tie and stuff, and then he moves on back down down the other way, back the hallway, uh, past the red door with the three masterwork locks, and off to your rooms to get, you know, finish getting them all set up and stuff for you. Who wants to lead the pack here? Mop! Mop! Mom. Gyro, yeah, babe, what do you want? Where are we going? Wait, hold on. Are you actually calling me mom now? <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I don't no. know what to say. T- take um, me to the dust bunnies. Yeah, okay, let's go. My little <laughs> psychopath, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Heck yeah. Well, as you make your way up... um. Yeah, kind of like I was mentioning earlier, you know, there's crates and things, different chests, you know, the the locks on many of them are like rusted and some of them have broken off. Uh, You'd see several holes, like kind of large holes in the roof here, let in uh, rainwater and give the whole place kind of like a moldy book smell is kind of the the vibe that this place gives off. You'd see like an inch of dust everywhere. Um, Could I have everybody roll an investigation check? I'm going to cast guidance (laughs) on myself also. Excellent. And I'll I'll give guidance. I'll give I'll give guidance to Kiki also. Excellent. Oh yeah, <laughs> I have a zero investigation, but I rolled oh. a nat twenty. Nice. I have a zero investigation. I rolled a nat one. <laughs> oh, she's like a shit. It's a little dusty in here. <laughs> I also rolled a nat one. Oh, oh god, so it's cleaning anything. I got yeah. a thir- I got a thirteen. 
All right. So we got 13 nat 20 and two nat ones. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> essentially as you guys make your way up here, you'd find, uh, essentially a lot of dust. So it's kind of hard to tell apart, like what may or may not be a dust method. Um, they're very good at hiding. And, uh, essentially Alec, you would notice, um, you know, as the whole party's kind of spreading out, making the way around, trying to find where these things have hidden, uh, Alec, you would see one of them, like a claw rising up out of the dust, small clawed hand, getting ready to slash Issa right in like the Achilles tendon, just like a small claw and then shoo. So what do you do, half pint? I'm going to cast Tasha's hideous laughter on the, the dust method okay, that okay. is about to slash her. And that will initiate combat. So go ahead and cast that, and then we'll have everybody roll initiative. Okay. Let me pull it up. Because I don't think I've... I've casted that one other time, but I don't know it off the back of my head yet. It's a, it's a wisdom save, I believe. Yeah, make it make yeah. a save. Yeah, it is a wisdom saving throw. DC All 15. Right. 15? I got a 12. All right. Well, then it's going to fall to the ground laughing. Excellent. And, yeah, so uh, this it can make hand. a wisdom saving throw at the end of each of its turns. Till then, it stays on the ground laughing for up to a minute. Good deal. This thing, you know, this little clawed hand reaches up out of the dust to go swipe it, uh, to go swipe at Issa, and uh, it freezes for a minute and just kind of stays there, like suspended. Then a second later, coming up out of the dust is the method. We'll call him method number two. And uh, he just kind of rolls around. He's about the size of a toddler. Rolls around on the ground, just cackling like a madman, like a banshee. Uh, you guys would see he has a long, kind of crooked squidward nose, covered in dusty warts. He's got two wings that rattle as he uh, as he rolls around, laughing on the ground. He's got long, kind of gangly arms and legs, then a little uh, little orange brownish pot belly, and uh, long crooked ears, one longer than the other. And he's just kind of like. Wah! as he's like rolling around and uh, that's going to kick off combat so uh, go ahead and roll initiative guys 16. I have a 22 22 excellent I got an unnatural 20 nice and I got a 12 suck oh. it nerd <laughs> I already went first so it's, it's, it's almost like I actually went first and then I'm going to be going first again it's okay <laughs> Totally. But yeah, as, as that one is rolling around, you'd see two other dust methods on opposite sides of the room materialize and they kind of look around at their buddy on the floor and then they look at you guys and kind of like grimace at you like, oh, oh, kind of like they're semi-feral. Um, all right. So first up, we have Gyro. All right. So Gyro is going to attack with the uh, the closest one. Excellent. Yeah, with his double blade. Number. That'd be number two, the one that's laughing on the ground. So because he's prone on the ground, you're going to get advantage on your melee attack. All right. I'm going to go in for the swing. Ooh. Uh, that is an 18. That'll hit. All right. Yeah. So he's rolling around and you just like slash it down at him. Uh, that's that's five damage. <laughs> Who are you laughing at? And he can't even answer you. He's just wickedly laughing. Like every breath he takes, he's just wheezing. Can't remember if I. I don't think I can. Okay, never mind. That's it for me. Okay, I was gonna say as a bonus action, you can if it's double bladed, you can use the offhand as a bonus action. Can I? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then I'm I'm gonna go going for another swing on him. 
Hell yeah. Do I still have an advantage? Yep. I was just going to mention, yep, still with advantage because he's prone on the ground. That's a melee attack. Um, okay. Now, uh, the, the thing 21. With it, though, is that it doesn't add your bonus to the damage. It's just whatever the dice is. So if it's like 2d4, then it, like if it's normally 2d4 plus 3, then in this case, it would just be the 2d4 for your offhand, uh, so to speak. Okay. Well, it's it's 21 to hit. Yeah, that'll hit for sure. For sure. So you get another, like, slash All another right. piece of dust off of him. It just kind of like, like sprays out on the floor. Uh, seven damage. Hell yeah. Yeah, stick a big chunk out of this guy. It's just kind of, like I said, like dust sprays out on the floor. It looks like a murder scene um, as this thing like starts to bleed dust. And it's like, ah, no, 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 ah, oh, no, oh, God, no. Bleeding dust? Yeah. yeah what the fuck is that? <laughs> Hell yeah. You're just upset you can't drink that. <laughs> That's called job security for a butler is what that's called. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Uh, well, after gyro, then we got Sandburger. Go for it. All right. So how many total are there that I see? Three, you said? Three. Yep. Okay. Um, I'm going to cash Sanctuary onto Mama Burger here on Issa Burger. Um, like, okay, okay. Hey, hey, Mama, I got you. You're going to be protected and no one can hurt you unless they want to. Okay. Uh, uh, so basically, if if anyone tries to attack you um, with a spell or uh, basically anything that's not an AOE attack, they have to make a wisdom save. If they fail, they have to choose someone else. If they succeed, then they can attack you. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> so it actually does what you said it does. Yeah. Like, oh, yep. they, ha- they have to if, to hit you. They have to want to. Yeah. I like that. Hell yeah. And that'll be my turn. And I'm going to actually move around to where I'm like standing behind her. Totally. I'm like hiding behind her knees. Yeah. <laughs> uh, after Sandburger, then we have the dust methods. So the one on the ground is going to repeat that wisdom save. And he got a 17. So That's he uh, stops laughing and he uh, stands up and he's like noticeably weaker as he kind of hobbles on over to uh, to half pint. And he's like, blah, 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 blah. I don't know what you're saying to me. Say the other two are like, we don't know either. Did you slash off part of his tongue? I didn't slash off anything. And they're like, we're talking to the big guy. The menacing one. Yeah. She is over. a lady. <laughs> <laughs> and they just kind of scratch their heads and they're like, bah. <laughs> so, uh, Joey, we have an attack. Or um, Alec, we have an attack coming at you. Claws. That is a dirty 20 to hit. That's going to hit. He's going to slash you for, uh, that'd be five damage. So he gets you right okay. across the thigh. He has to reach up quite a bit to do so, but he gets you. Um, then we have one on Issa and then one on Gyro. So Gyro, one comes up behind you and tries to get you. He rolls it though. So even with his bonus, he doesn't get there. He's kind of like, yeah, and he goes, rolls Bleep. a what? Uh, rolled a two. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, so it goes doink, doink, because he tries to, like, scratch you, but it's just either hitting, like, armor or your scales. Just no effect. And he's kind of, like, looks down at his claws. He looks up at you and just gulps. Nah, don't worry, you're next. <laughs> All right, that Issa. So, wisdom save to see if he targets you. That's a 19 on the dice. Yeah, that'll uh, hit. That's going to get past the wisdom save. 
say so he looks at Issa, looks at um sam Berger, kind of does the whole darth vader looking at luke and the emperor thing and he's like meh and he goes to scratch Issa. holy balls okay yeah so my dice decided that it's it's time to kill uh that's a nat 20 um again so, again we have a nat 20 on my character what the fuck then yeah yeah <laughs> um so there's eight damage junk slashes you right in the you know right in the torso um it kind of stings too like as he scratches you because it like scratches you but also gets dust in the wound you know so it's, that's going to take some cleaning out a little bit uh like uh, a medicine check later nice then the round resets back or i'm sorry round then goes to isa uh fourth in initiative yeah oh fuck i'm pissed now all right um I'm just gonna hit hit him, hit that guy that just hit me. Can't do exactly what I want to do, but that's okay. Um, so I got a 17. Oh, that hit. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, 10 slashing damage. Damn. Yes, yeah, so you cleave a big chunk off of them, just sprays dust everywhere. My understanding, uh, aside Ben, is that um, booming blade takes an action to cast, so that would be right. Yeah, it takes an okay. action to cast, but it lets you make an attack roll as part of it. Oh, it does. See, I was I was hearing otherwise, so that's why I was like a little concerned I couldn't get both those things off. So DM says yes. Uh yeah, yeah. You brandish uh, the weapon used in spells casting and make a melee attack with it. Okay, that's one what creature I thought. within five feet. Yep. Yep. I know you can't use part bonus of the action. Okay. Yeah. Uh so then let's do that. So it's just the same, everything is the same except that with booming blade, since I did hit, if that creature moves it's going to take damage exactly yep so he's kind of stuck in place yeah cool it's got to be willing movement as well like if you like someone and then you shove them then they don't take the damage exactly you heard that kids if you're learning how to play DD, this is the place to be take that you little fucker heck yeah well uh kiki any like bonus actions any any other stuff on your turn you like to do uh no i don't i don't have any bonus action i don't think so Mm. Mm. <laughs> I'm do, like, mm. do I lay the hammer down? Do you it. Because I, I can also smite him too while I'm at it. Ah, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you totally smite him. He might be dead. Hold on. <laughs> oh, well, seven. And seven that kills him. Cinematically, what is, uh, he had seven hit points left. So what does it look like as you oh, smite him, Kiki? Nice. Since his thunder damage, I'm going to say he just poofs, he just explodes out of existence into a ball of dust cloud. That actually, that fits perfectly. These things have a thing called death burst. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So as you smite him and he poofs everywhere, I need you and Logan to make a constitution saving throw. Of course. Yeah, sure. 13. 19. Excellent. So, yeah, so you guys are able to cover your eyes. You avoid the temporary blindness from just the poof of like pocket sandy dust heading everywhere. Nice. One down, two to go. Hell yeah. Uh, after Issa, then we've got Half Pint. All right. I'm going to pull out my bottle and I'm going to smack this thing over the top of the head with it. Nice. <laughs> Bong. It's going to be an 18 to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. That's going to be four bludgeoning damage and two cold damage. 
All right. Cinematically, what does it look like as you splat his face in with your uh, bottle? Paul's bottle and just the glass is so cold to the Mephit's head that apparently it's going to do some cold damage. I just bring it over overarching swing and just slam it down and it just poofs. Like a Conan into, the Barbarian swing? Yeah, into dust. Just smooth. Nice. Go ahead and make that con save as he poofs mm. everywhere. Out of I don't, don't want to. I'm not good at those. I got a 10. 10. 10 is what you needed, actually. 10 or higher. Woo. Yeah, so uh, you're able to just kind of turn away. You feel like the spray of sand and dust on your face, like like in your ear and stuff as you turn away, uh, avoiding the blindness. Woohoo. Hell yeah. Then we have uh, round resets back to Gyro. All right, <clears throat> is the is the dust bunny that I was fighting still alive? He is, yeah, barely. Is he still prone? Uh, he is not. No, because he he no. uh, succeeded the wisdom save, got up and went to attack. Um, all right, yeah, Jarrah's going for him again. Hell yeah! Fuck seven, seven misses. <laughs> all right, well then I'm gonna go for another swing then. Excellent. It just kind of okay. cackles. It's like, meh, 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 meh. shut up. Uh, 18. 18 will get there. Yes. All right. That's a 10. 10 damage. All right. So first swing, it's like whoosh. And it goes, meh, 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 meh. second swing comes down and just cleaves him. He's like, meh, meh. <sighs> go ahead and make a con save. 19. 19 nice you also avoid the blindness basically there's like even more dust in this area now um as you guys you know the battle kind of calms down and stuff now uh as you guys are up here uh gyro i know that they mentioned like this being a pretty good place for you to like kind of roost and like you know like oh this will be your attic and stuff um is that something your character would be interested in sure it's a nice little i uh spot to kind of be isolated and left alone so he'll if if this is his if this is where he's can uh set up camp at he's gonna he's gonna take it totally yeah you'd see there's this really nice little rug you know i mean it's all covered in dust and kind of brown and a little bit of mold on it and stuff um there's a nice little rug you'd see a couple of uh kind of official looking crates as well uh even without a check you'd recognize one of them bears the royal seal of the High King of the Golden Empire, King Eldegar. Uh, he's going to take his double, the one of the one of the ends of his double blade, and kind of use it like a cry, uh, a cry bar and uh, a crowbar, and uh, pry it open. So we mix a pry bar and a crowbar together. Is that what you did, Joe? Yeah, bar. sorry, <laughs> sorry. It's like a crowbar, or just whenever you use it, it just cries. <laughs> used to make. You make other people cry. Other people it, cry. It's his yeah. cry bar. That too. Ah, uh, that's yeah, a new gonna, item now. He's Hold on, let me write this down. Use it as a crowbar and kind of open up the crate. Hell yeah. Yeah, go ahead and uh, make an athletics roll. Bardic inspiration. Hell yeah, it's plus a d6. And guidance. Is that extra? Yeah. This is d4, correct? Yeah, you roll a yeah. d4. <laughs> nice. You're not going to fail opening this chest. You're opening this goddamn crate, Joey. <laughs> so, all together, 12? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, I got a six on my athletics, and then a two, uh, and then a four. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. 
Yeah, so, uh, so well, this see, is possible at all, but <laughs> you'd see, like, um, essentially, freaking, you know, you're just like, Arr! after like five whole minutes of struggling, you finally pop it open, breaking the chest, uh, in the process. Inside, you'd see a golden seal signed by King Eldegar himself. Um, you'd also find a letter addressed by King Eldegar to Master Baldwin Karak. It says, Adventurer Extraordinaire. And um, it basically reads that, uh, you know, for service to the realm, um, he is gifting him this carpet. Uh, the one that you are currently standing on. Is it Moxie? Ah. Uh, well, I'm standing on a, a carpet that seems important. Uh, anybody want to read this letter? Do you not know how to read, dude? Um, do I look like a uh, do I look like I read on the daily? I mean, I mean, there's there's no no shame. I just want to know so I can put that down. That Dragonborn. Are you making fun of me? No, I'm gathering information. If Dragonborns uh, don't know how to read, I need to mark that down. I'll yeah, Dragonborns can read just fine. Thank you, please. See, at least somebody here is not so argumentative. Hmm. Uh, blah blah blah. The king. Blah blah. Carpet. Blah blah. Yeah, this, this shit's boring. Uh, here you go. <laughs> Just says that the guy got a got a carpet for for being an adventurer. Doesn't sound like that big of a deal to me. I hope it's this one. As soon as it you is this say one, that, it's this super um, dusty one. <laughs> I need everybody to make a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> I got a nineteen. I got a six. 19. It's six. not my strong suit. I have a four. I got a 16. All right. So um, essentially, Joey and Kiki, your characters, uh, Gyro and Issa, you guys would be trapped as the four corners of this carpet kind of spring up oh. and uh, trap you guys, you know, kind of kicking out Alec and Logan's characters from it. Uh, you guys yeah. are trapped inside as it tries to kind of like smother you guys a little bit, just like, you know, kind of like a, like a hobo's bindle, just kind of like, like a all four corners come together. Yeah. <laughs> And no, I like Hobo's like... Bindle. We're going to go with Bindle. I like that a lot, actually. <laughs> uh, Gyro is going to take out his short sword and try to cut the the rug open. All right. Yeah. Um, so Issa and Gyro, go ahead and take three bludgeoning damage as well. As you go to cut this thing, the, the thing immediately releases and just kind of like skitters along the floor with his like corner tassels. Just... <laughs> It makes its way over to like the wall and kind of scales the wall a bit and turns back up around to you like it's looking at you guys. And it's kind of heaving and, you know, it's got like a like a cut mark down. It's kind of like heaving and breathing real heavy and stuff as it just kind of looks around at all four of you rather quizzically. Oh, yeah, okay. what's more? Hey, 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 no, 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 creepy fucking carpet. No, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Hey, hey, come here. Come here, you big lizard. Yeah, it's just scared. It's all right. It's all right. It's not scared. It's a carpet. No, it's a big oh. lizard. It's okay. Come here. Carpets Come here, buddy. don't have feelings. You don't know that. It obviously looks like it's, you know, I mean, an attack. Well, you know, I don't want to say it. It, it, it doesn't hurt us. me that bad. It's a combatant. It must die. It's okay. Come here. Come here. Hey, <laughs> I'm die. Sam Burger. I'm going to put like my hand out like when you meet like a new dog. Totally. Here, go ahead and roll an animal handling check. <laughs> I'm casting nice. guidance for myself here. Check. Go ahead and roll furniture handling check. <laughs> <laughs> uh, eight plus four, twelve. Twelve. All right. So uh, this thing, it uh, is like, you know, back up against the wall, huffing and puffing. It's got like a cut mark in it and stuff. It very slowly kind of scuttles down, scurries down across the floor back towards you. 
And then you see one of the corner tassels, you know, just like covered in dust, um, kind of brownish, you know, it's got a brownish tint to it with a couple of mold spots on this thing kind of comes up and it you hear. Hey, hey, buddy. Hey, do you want us to clean you up? I I can I can have my friend Presta digitate you. It just kind of looks around and uh, you'd see the corner tassels just kind of start like rubbing against your hand like a dog's tongue. Yeah, yeah, it's okay, buddy. Hey, Mr. Pint, can you uh, give him a little prestabigitate? I guess. I'm going to, like, kind of nervously walk up to make sure it's not going to, like, you know, trap me in it and just kind of poke it and press the digitate. Totally. It's clean. Yeah. You'd see, uh, essentially, it, you know, it kind of vibrates and shakes as you press to digitate it. And, like, this endless layer of dust falls off, revealing it to be this real majestic purple um, it looks like a million bucks, uh, aside from the cut going down it, it just kind of like looks and you guys hear a whimpering as it kind of, you know, bends itself over and looks down at the gash mark. Oh, you're so pretty carpet thing. You're so pretty. Hey, uh, does anyone know how to do the mending spell? Well, I could sure. try to do, uh, well, I don't know. Yeah. What you want to do? You want me to try to like heal it or do you want to try mending? I maybe heal would work. I don't know. I could prepare mending tomorrow if you want, but I don't have it right now. I'll try to do like a let me just try to give it like one hit point and we'll see if like see if that works. Okie doke. Like with the mending spell or uh no with lay on hands. Oh. Uh lay on hands. Yes. So really either option would work. Lay on hands or mending, uh since it's like a, a construct object kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um either way would work. Yeah, and then I'm going to go ahead and do that to myself while I'm at it. That's a good idea. <laughs> so I'm um, going to give it three points of healing then. Nice. Yeah, it would kind of scurry its way on over, walking kind of like the uh, the carpet from Aladdin, where like the two bottom tassels are the feet, and it just kind of like bloop, 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 makes its way over. And then one of the corner tassels comes over and just starts like rubbing your face like a dog licking you. This carpet is really fucking creepy. No, it's, it's so cool, it's dude. It's not creepy. It's just a different sentient it's kind of weird. being. That's all. <laughs> Do you have a name carpet thing? <clears throat> it uh, so it kind of looks around and then it kind of spies the letter that you know from King Eldegar. It comes down and kind of points at the bottom there with one of his tassel. Uh, name is Moxie. <gasps> it is Moxie. How do you know it's Moxie? Uh, it was Moxie. There we go. Out of character voice. There we go. All right. <laughs> I don't know. I still think it's creepy. <laughs> Moxie just kind of looks at you and you see it do one of these, like where the tassel comes down and then it kind of just traces along where this thing's neck would be. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, you attack me first. I was just defending myself. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's fair. You guys spooked it. <sighs> yeah, spooked let me explain it. to it's you that carpet. sometimes, <laughs> you know, it, yeah, some, sometimes, you know, people, like, they attack because they're scared, right? They're not necessarily, like, wanting to actually hurt you. They're gyro, so, you know, you gotta, gotta not go so for I'm the just throat supposed right to just away, stand there know? and take a beating? Oh, yeah. Dude. I don't know, uh, can't attack! Uh, can't attack! He's was... scared of me. If it's a carpet <laughs> that's, like, like, 
if you get beat up by a carpet, that's kind of on you. It's embarrassing, dude. Like, yeah, that's why I stabbed it. Like, no, no, it's a gonna, carpet. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna walk right. away that shame. Little little guy, come here. It's okay. It's a carpet. It's fine. I'm taller now, than you, motherfucker. Okay, well, but you're <laughs> little for who you is. You know what I'm saying, dude? Children, let's not fight. No, I just I have a new best friend here. You're you're out. I'm sorry. I'm team carpet. I'm team Moxie all the way there, buddy. Yeah, her last yeah, name she's is out just Burger. like my parents. Yeah, it's Moxie Burger, okay. You were you That's were Gyro Burger, of- but not no, you're out. You're no longer a burger because you hurt Moxie, who was my sweet little angel. No wonder how well it will burn. You're asking for yourself how how well you would burn because that's what's going to happen if you hurt me. <laughs> I've been talking to you for the rest of the day. Get out of my attic. <laughs> that's a that's a fair point. Is there anything else in the attic? Yes, I need everybody to roll a d one thousand. So <laughs> yeah, I got one of those God, just laying around. No problem. Uh, give me like a month to make one, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Is that like three d ten? Just roll a beach ball down the street. <laughs> <laughs> it's got nine hundred. <laughs> yeah, go get yeah. the resin <laughs> via a 3d10 and then tell me each number individually the hundreds place 10 place ones place as far as random knickknacky stuff that's been kept in this attic for god knows how long oh boy uh six got... five six oh go ahead you okay. go first Joe. excellent all right 656 joey you're able to find wait for it um here we go 656 you find a portrait of an incredibly buff dude wearing a short dress the what the fuck hey it's me <laughs> <laughs> somebody's got a wear collection here i'm really not sure how to feel about yeah it's like a short flower dress you know like a, Is it a sundress it like, like a sundress yeah that's hot oh god why? Probably fetch like 10 gold pieces to the right buyer, you know? Oh, good, great. I definitely want to be walking around with this thing. Rolls his eyes. <laughs> it's the cover of the new Chuck Tingle, mo- uh, Chuck Tingle novel. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Anyone in the audience, if you've read any Chuck Tingle, you'll know who I'm talking about. Pounded in the butt by a murderous dragonborn. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chuck Tingles this dude. He he writes he, he's he's a mystery wrapped in an in an enigma and he writes these weird romance novels that are just they're just awesome. <laughs> We're going to segue into this for just a minute here. Shameless plug. He's not paying me for this, but he's just a real unique son of a gun. There's trans wizard Harriet Porber in the Theater of Love, an adult romance novel. Buttception, a butt within a butt within a butt. Taken by the gay unit. So it's like Taken, like the Liam Neeson movie. Taken by the gay unicorn biker. <laughs> Pounded by President Bigfoot. <laughs> I'd read that one. Favorites. I'd read that one. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like that Logan and I are both like, yeah, that's yeah. we're buying that today. We'll <laughs> yeah. take notes. Let's do a podcast. Episode. <laughs> we'll do a book report on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this freaking sentient lesbian food gets me off. Eight tales of edible ladybuck on ladybuck love. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
<laughs> yeah, his name is Chuck oh. Tingle, and he's just okay. He would be such a neat guest to have on here because there is a role playing game. It's called like Dungeons and Dragons and Buckaroos or something <laughs> like that, and it's or the Tingleverse. That's what it is, the Tingleverse, and it's it's like a like a role playing game set in his universe of books that he's written. All these like weird romance novels. That'll go well with the uh, new RPG that I'm trying to develop called Dungeons and Dongs. Ah, oh, heck yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I'm you not need beta kidding. testers. You need beta testers. Let me know, Kiki. Uh, well, I already did my first run um, at my sister's birthday party, and it was a blast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, say the, the first one I read was Trans Wizard Harriet Porber in the Bad Boy Parasaral Office, an adult romance novel. It is um, just a riot. Yeah. How do we get on this topic? <laughs> you. You. Oh. You. 100% oh, Joey. you. <laughs> Joey said it's all you, baby. Something. I feel like you had, you. you were like coming into the episode like, I got to bring this up. How do I bring it up? And then you just got there. <laughs> yeah. Notice me, senpai. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Kiki also said a number of what she rolled before Joey blurted yeah. his out too. So. Go for it, Kiki. What do you got? Oh, shoot. Now I don't. Okay. Hold on. Uh, eight, 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 five. Yeah. Excellent. 88. Eric Lindros's old number. For my hockey fans. <laughs> they say, so Kiki, you find a wooden pipe that blows bubbles and you can control yes. what the bubbles look like. Oh God. This is, this is that's, it. That's, this that's is the useful. thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Adding two equipment. I got 243. 243. Let's take a gander. All right. 243. Um, yeah. So, Logan, Sam Berger, you find a sketchbook and it is full of drawings of this um, like very good looking kind of like tall, long black hair. Uh, this this lady, um, <clears throat> she got seems to have very bright eyes. She's dressed in like adventuring gear and uh, essentially, yeah, looks she looks kind of like rogue ish, like she might have been like a rogue. And uh, and yeah, it's just drawing after drawing of this lady, different angles, different poses, different scenes of action. Like there's one of her taking on a gelatinous cube. There's one of her like riding a dragon, you know, like just like a whole sketchbook filled with pictures of this lady. Any 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 name in there? Uh, yes. Um, in the front cover, you'd see where it says B dot Karak. B Karak. OK, all right. Well, this is a pretty lady. Look at this. Look at this lady. She's so pretty. All right. I'm going to try to draw her too. Are there, are there any blank pages in there? You want to trade? I'll trade, dude, for that painting. Hell yeah, bro. Uh, here, here. Have, have it. It's yours. All right. Can I, do you want this book too, or can I keep the, the book also? Uh, I'll, I'll take the book. Are you sure? Because I think I, I kind of want both now. <laughs> I feel like I can, I can make a fan fiction between these two, and it'll be pretty epic. <laughs> you got B. Karak and you got Logan the Barbarian here. Like, I would love that, dude. <laughs> I don't know yeah, what no, I want Jaro. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and Jaro, you know, the whole upstairs is yours. Yeah, you know, maybe you'll find something else. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. just take that. Just just take nope. it. I don't I don't want I don't Okay, want thank you. Anymore. I will I will keep this painting and I will keep the sketchbook. Thank you. 
Maybe the gods will shine upon you and you can get another thing up here, you know? Yeah, fuck the gods. (laughs) (laughs) That is also like an appropriate (laughs) attitude to have. Uh, On occasion, yeah, sure. Okay. We could go with that too. I've made it this far just fine without them. Okay, okay. Gyro, 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 thank you for the paint. Gyro! Gyro, you are now Gyro Burger again, okay? Thank you. (laughs) <laughs> that's all it took <laughs> just take this painting I got 947 alright 947 let's take a look oh 947 uh, let's see um, you find a desiccated goblin hand yum on a stick tasty and on, on command you can make it give you a thumbs up hell yeah dude <laughs> Gy- gyro gyro I got you a lollipop the fuck is that? Candy. It's on a stick, obviously. It's this candy. Bullsh- fucking shit. That's not candy. Okay, <laughs> if you don't want it, fine. I'll give it to Sam Burger. You want some candy, buddy? I, I would. I would actually genuinely love that goblin hand. If you're not gonna do anything you, with you, it, you can. You can have it. You can have it. It's all yours. Thank you. Thank I have, you so much. I have no use for it, Mister Pint Burger. Pint Burger. Thank you. What kind of sadist is carrying around all the weird ass shit? That's a really good question, though, honestly. <laughs> like, hot damn, like, this is weird. <laughs> I would like well. to point out, aside, out of character, that you've managed to give, except for me, uh, the the youngest has managed to get all the stuff from all the older children, okay? That's <laughs> how it works in real life, too? Hey, hey, mom, if you're not doing anything with that pipe that blows bubbles, well, Sam Berg would like that, too. Listen, listen, Sam, you're not taking the pipe, okay? That's Okay. No, mom's going to have some fun, all right? Okay, I understand. I might let you use it once in a while, but you got to ask in advance okay. and you got to give it back when you're done. Okay. Can I borrow that for like one day short of forever? <laughs> That's clever. I'll give you that. That's good thinking, okay? But no. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I appreciate it, Mom. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like let me mess around with it for a little bit, okay? And then, like, if it's not doing it for me, then uh, you can have it, okay? Okay. I, I, I use the goblin thumb to make it do a thumbs up. Okay. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ma's got to have a little bit of fun first, okay? And then, then you can have the thing. Okay. Don't want to spoil me too much. I get it. I get it. Yeah, your brothers already gave you like everything they had, okay? So. Well, not everything, but they they did their best. It is my birthday. It it was yesterday too, wasn't it? Probably. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Eventually, if I say every day is my birthday, I'll get it right one day. <laughs> you don't. That again don't is not your, wrong. Do you not know your birthday, Sam? Roughly, I know it's in like September. How about we just say today's your birthday, and those are all birthday presents that you got today. You guys are the how, best. How about that? This is the best. This is the best found family I've ever. Happy found. surprise birthday party! Oh my goodness, yeah. thank you guys. We just need the fine lizards to make a cake. Oh my god! Don't even, don't even tempt me with a good time, there, dudes. <laughs> Heck yeah! Well, uh, with that, you guys are able. You know. Uh, Mr. Banks has got the rooms already. Uh, as far as the attic goes, Mr. Banks will go up to Gyro and be like, are you sure that this is to your liking? Yes, this is fine. Do you require a pillow or blanket? 
or bug repellent. Anything? All the above. That's very good. We shall fetch it for you. And, uh, you know, while he's kind of gathering those that, that, that stuff, you know, he would show everybody to their rooms. Uh, pretty much the rooms, you know, they're kind of old fashioned. You'd see they have like a, a wooden bed. He's cleared all the dust off the sheets. The pillows are very fluffy. And uh, each, you know, each of the rooms has like a small vanity and a chair, uh, a window overlooking the cliff out into the uh, the Sea of Mounds and the, you know, Saltbourne Bay. Just, uh, yeah, it's very cozy. You see there's a small candelabra sitting on the desk and such. Um, yeah, he's done a real a real bang up job getting these ready for you. It's very cozy and homey, very much like a, like a bed and breakfast vibe. Uh Joey, as far as your character goes, yeah, he would uh, start taking the bed apart and then kind of pulling like the mattress and stuff up into the attic. He's kind of struggling a little bit with it. You'd notice. Gyro just watches. (laughs) (laughs) I say, yeah, Master Banks, he, um, (laughs) I don't get paid for this shit. (laughs) And he, uh, he's going to work for his tip. (laughs) He says, tip, sir. Don't worry about it. Keep as you were. All right. Yeah, he got a four in his athletics check, so it's going to take him like half an hour to drag the bed down the hallway and up the circular flight of stairs up into the attic. And then boom, he lays it down. And it kicks a whole bunch of dust at the wall. <laughs> hey, Will you uh, be requiring anything else, sir? No, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> hey, hey, Gyro, you don't want Moxie in here with you, do you? Is it okay if she comes into my room or someone else's room? Uh, I'll take that as a yes. Moxie, come on down, girl. We're going to go to the Price is Right, which is my room. Let's go. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> they say, yeah, Moxie happily just kind of gallops on all fours, uh, almost parallel to the floor, like galloping on the little uh, the little corner tassel. Just <laughs> and uh, Mr. Banks, you'd see like a look of genuine surprise over his face. He says, oh. Moxie is here. I didn't. I, I I thought she flew away long ago. No, she's my best friend, though. You will treat her with respect. The same respect you would give me. Of course. Moxie was always a good companion. She's the best companion, okay? And he uh, he just kind of, you know, it's hard for a, a beak to smile, but you get the feeling he's like smiling as Moxie makes her way down, down into... Uh, you know, Sandberger's room and such, and she kind of starts making herself comfortable, kind of lays across the foot of the bed. Uh, yeah, Mr. Banks would, you know, once everyone's had a chance to kind of freshen up and get comfortable and stuff, Mr. Banks would usher you guys down to the dining room where he's prepared a very nice turkey dinner. Uh, there's turkey, um, kind of a small turkey, but you know, it's it's one of those things. Uh, he's not anticipating any leftovers. Uh, small turkey, some stuffing, some mashed potatoes, and a little bit of cream corn. And uh, Master Baldwin Karak is there sitting at the head of the table's golden mask kind of shining in the candlelight. Is welcome. Uh, I, I trust the, the furnishings are to your liking. Yeah, yeah they're all right. That's wonderful. And, uh, what about the rest of you? Is there anything else you require that Mr. Banks can fetch for you? I got some stuff. I need sugar. And flour and lizards. <laughs> Sugar, flour, and lizards. Well, two of those things I know that we have for certain. Is the lizards, though? Uh, is, yeah. what, is, is there any particular kind of lizard that you seek? 
cave lizards, really. Or sand lizards. I really want to try or, those, yeah. too. Yeah, well, I figured that Kenku knows what those things are. Yes, Mr. Banks loves his lizards. I'm sure he'll be able to procure some for you. Where he keeps them, I cannot quite say, but he seems to always have a stash of them. What do you think, Mr. Banks? I mean, like, what, uh, 17 at least? Maybe the two different flavors? I don't know. So you see Mr. Banks reach into, uh, you know, reach into his like suit and stuff and he pulls out like this little kind of brownish lizard that's like squirming. He grabs it by the tail and drops it into his beak and conk, conk. this one's teriyaki style. <laughs> yeah, we need ones that are a little like not on the the savory side. OK, I need like dessert lizards. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> like, just make me a list, and we'll see what we can do. Uh, <laughs> dessert lizards. <laughs> that sounds like the name of a new band, the Dessert Lizards. <laughs> totally. Um, yeah. Uh, as you know, it's essentially, you know, he's he's like dessert lizards. What other kind? That's that's it like you know they just can't be savory all right they can't Uh, taste like teriyaki i'm making a cake and so if we were to take normal lizards cave lizards and sprinkle cinnamon dust on them would that suffice yeah you could do candied we can make them candied lizards yeah so you see the gears just turning up in Mr. Banks's noggin as he's like furiously writing down just scribbling down ideas for like different types of candied lizards as what about peppermint? Uh, Sam? <clears throat> I, I I don't know what that is, but yeah, if it's a lizard, old Sammy Burger will give it a shot. It's very good. Okay, he writes down so, uh, cinnamon yeah. lizards, peppermint lizards. Chocolate. Um, we gotta go have a chocolate yeah, lizard. Yeah, chocolate lizards, both white and milk, and then teriyaki lizards, question mark? No, teriyaki lizards, no. It's like ah, and he scratches it off the list, and 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 you know, let's go for the dark the the dark chocolate lizards if we can. Okay, they're better than the milk ones, and no white because that's not actual chocolate. <laughs> Mister Karak turns to you guys, and he's like, "You know, red velvet's just chocolate too, so you can do red velvet if you want." That's, that's the cake, though. Yeah, yeah. that's oh, the cake okay. flavor. Yeah, okay. see, I got uh, you. Uh, Mister Mister Banks, if you wanted to do a savory lizard, crab ragoon lizards are amazing. <laughs> Oh, that could be the appetizer. Yeah. 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 Let's I, do that. That'd be really good. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Carrick is just like, it, it is just so we're clear. Is, are, are, is lizards all that you eat? No, I eat a lot of stuff. Just lizards are my favorite. Uh, oh, yes. yeah. It's Sam's birthday. So we got to like do it up right. Yeah. yeah it's, a, it's my birthday today and tomorrow, probably too. <laughs> You'd see Master Karak turn to Mr. Banks and he says, why was I not notified of this? We have a birthday in our midst. Oh, uh, we, we just decided it a little bit ago. I don't yeah, you should have been there. I fully expect every single one of you to be singing the clapping birthday song that they usually s- sing at them restaurants in the Golden okay. Empire. <laughs> yeah. He's like, so, so you just decided that today was your birthday? Uh, I mean, I you know when 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 every day's a gift, it's a present on your birthday. I think that's what the saying is. <laughs> he just looks at Isa. He's like, I I, I don't. Uh, those are indeed all words. <laughs> <laughs> and if you put them together, they talk about birthdays, right? We got presents, days, 
birth. You already gave me a gift. Uh, what? I'm sorry. What was your name again? Shabadoo? Tur Turok? You, you old man from scene 24. Your name was Car Carlock? Is that Baldwin? Yes, yeah, Baldwin. Mr. Yeah. Karak, but you can yeah. call me Baldwin. Mr. Mr. Karak, you gave me a present. You gave me Moxie. Oh, you found Moxie. I thought she flew away ages ago. No, Wonderful. I cleaned her up, and she's my best friend now. I will literally murder everyone in this house and myself if anyone hurts her. Yeah, yeah, Baldy. What's the deal with your uh, your uh, creepy carpet? Speaking my language, attic. sort of. <laughs> <laughs> It's, oh yes, she'll make a fine uh, a fine companion. You know, she can fly, or at least she used to be able to. She can fly? Indeed, yes, she's a flying carpet. Yes, oh, gifted shit, to me dude. by King Eldegar himself, the High King. And Eldegar is the king. Yes, like, of the Golden Empire, yes. Okay, I haven't met him my... yet. If you were gifted a, a carpet from the king of the Golden Empire, why are you in exile from the Golden Empire? And he uh, he looks at Mr. Banks and he says, well, who says I'm in exile? Why the hell else would you be on this shitty island? And he just kind of takes a minute and says, uh, you know, when you take a piece of coal, though it may not look like much, you compress it and compress it and eventually it becomes a diamond. Well, I found well, that yeah, people that, are that way as well. Our trials takes, are what turn us into our best version years, of ourselves. So you're going to... You're going to turn this island into a nice place in like, what, maybe 200 years? And he uh, he just kind of looks at you and says, I don't know that I'll have that long. But at one point, that was my sincere wish. Oh, all right. I was just it wondering. Seems, That's all. It seems hey. my best days are behind me. Thanks for the reminder. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> he just kinda, you sound like you could use a drink. <laughs> and he uh, he's like, as a matter of fact, I could. He reaches his left hand up, um, casts Mage Hand to grab, you know, a goblet and stuff, and says, what are we having? Gin and lizards. <laughs> Gin and lizards. <laughs> or lizards and tonic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll just pour him, I'll pour him a, a drink from my bottle. Excellent. Here, try this. As I heard down in the south, they call this the Cuba Librizard. <laughs> And he uh, goes and brings it up and just kind of sips it. He's like, oh, that's strong. Okay. I haven't had something to drink like this in ages. Hey, uh, Mr. Baldwin, I found this this sketchbook and I think you drew the stuff in it. Is this, uh, was this your hero? Roll an insight check. And actually, this is one that we could have everybody make. Because, uh, yeah. I got a 10. <laughs> 10. God fucking damn it. I got a five. Unnatural 20. 26. Damn. Uh, yeah, so Half Pint and Half Pint and Issa, you guys both notice his face. Just kind of, I mean, he has the golden mask on, um, but you'd see essentially the, the bits of his face that you can see uh, kind of drain of color. And he says, well, that was that was Nora. Nora, okay. She a cool lady. <laughs> you see, um, tears well up in his eyes, and he says she was just the greatest. I'm not. I'm. I'm gonna lean over to Issa. I'm not great at social situations, but I'm making him cry. Should I stop? No, I'll keep going. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, yeah. So mm, normally I'd say to stop, but actually, like, uh, was that your wife? Make him cry more? Should I make him cry more? No, I'm asking him the question. Oh, okay, okay. You just got to do it, you know, nice. Not to make you upset, but it's, you know, sometimes crying is good, right? Like, uh, happy cries. Nice to think about people who aren't here anymore. He says, yes, uh, happy, happy, happy cries. Yes, uh, that that was my wife, uh, Nora Luna, or Nora Luna Karak, hyphenated. Hmm. I haven't thought about her in a long time. And it's just, uh, I haven't seen her in a long time either. If you, if you catch my drift, she uh, she was taken from me. Taken Des- like. Describe taken. Taken. taken like gone. Like, black. He, uh, he says, well, I, 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 d- I don't want to ruin anyone's birthday. Of course. He's got one every day of this week. Don't worry about <laughs> it. <laughs> he, uh, he, he, he says, uh, here, I, I, I find myself growing tired. Um, here, I don't want my dark mood to dampen your spirits, especially on, you know, Sam Berger's birthday today. I, here, uh, another time, another time. Yeah, uh, you see him raise his left hand up and just kind of start to dab the tears from his eyes. Uh, yeah, yeah, go ahead and roll persuasion. Oh, oh, oh motherfucker, you're going to tell me everything. <laughs> 23. 23. He, um, yeah, he uh, he says, well, I, I met Nora back when I was just an adventurer, back in the, uh, the better days. So she was a rogue. I actually met her when she tried to steal from me. I was just coming back from... <laughs> The Golden Empire on sort of a, you know, I just uh, killed the famous dragon of Hargu. And uh, believe it or not, yes, I'm that Baldwin Karak. I don't know if they still tell the tale, but uh, I was swallowed whole by the thing. Cut myself out from the inside of its stomach. It was, it was rather fucking awesome, if you ask me. But, yeah. Uh, it says, yes, the dragon of Hargu. And uh was paid a king's ransom for its head. She tried to steal from me one night in the tavern, and it was love at first sight. Even let her for leave you? with all that gold. For, for, for well, you or her? <laughs> for, for the both of us, really. Yes. She's a famed criminal. Okay, I love I love the backstory, but um, <clears throat> the part about where she is, like, you know, who, who, who took her? As well, uh, death comes for us all. Okay, so you were kind of cryptic about that. You know, you made it sound like she maybe isn't, you know, gone. No, she's very much gone. Yes, I, I uh, buried her out back myself. Mm-hmm. It's right underneath that flower garden where you communed with, uh, you know, mm-hmm. he had that moment a while back. Right underneath that flower garden, in fact. Yes, those were her favorite. Well, sorry to hear that. Yes, well, time waits for no man. He says, uh, here, I, I find myself suddenly very weak. Uh, Mr. Banks will make sure that you're attended to with uh, lizards, the candy lizards, of course. Uh, excuse me. And you see him continue to kind of dab tears from his eyes as he, you know, uses his, his left hand here to move the, you know, his enchanted wheelchair and stuff off to the side bedroom. Can I... Can I ask him like a quick question as he's like going away? Yeah. Like, um, hey, uh, who killed her? And he says, uh, some vagabond, some scoundrel. I, I, I never even got his name. Here? 
I say, as as you say here, he whizzes his way on into the next room. Huh. Um, yeah, Mage Hand slams there. It doesn't slam, but Mage Hand closes the door behind him, and you hear a lock. Well, that's enough uh, torturing of old men for me tonight. I'm also going to be <laughs> off to bed now. Uh, you we- guys enjoy your lizard cake. Good night, Miss Issa. Boys. Half of it's going to go to bed, too. <sighs> wow, okay. You guys Mr. are hitting sack early, like, huh? No goodbye for me? It's part of the boys. <laughs> I am part of the boys? Sorry. Good night, Mr. Banks. And he just kind of stands up. He's like, does, does does liking lizards make me part of the boys? I've never been, I, 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 I haven't been part of, the, of anything in so long. Well, depending on how good that cake is, you might be you might be bank bank burger here soon, dude. Hey, bank burger, burger, I love it. Yeah, he says before this relationship proceeds any further, I must know. I must know. He says if and and this is one of those, um, you know, from the the deck, the uh, yeah campfire deck, which also unpaid plug, but they're great. Um, if you died tomorrow and became a ghost, who would you haunt? Probably you. <laughs> if you make good lizard cake, I'm going to be haunting you, dude. As follow-up question, how would you go about haunting me? Um, I don't, I, I just met you, but maybe like... When you go to look for the paprika that you're going to use to cook a dish, you're, the paprika's gone. Ooh, spooky. You know what I'm saying, dude? <laughs> or, like, if you got to, like, clean out the lint trap from your dryer, like, you know, like, if you forget, I'm going to, like, burn your house down. You know, whatever. You got to clean out the lint. You got to clean, clean the lint out of the dryer. Heck, yeah. He uh, he just lets out this loud, bellowing laugh. And he's like, ha, 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 Mr. Bankburger, Mr. Bankburger, you slay me. He, uh, he says, we, we, I think we'll get along just fine. And he comes up and, you know, pats Samberger on the head. He says, all of us, I think we'll get along just fine. We, uh, I look over to Issa. We didn't ask about the goddamn red door. Fuck. Uh, I'm not really concerned about that right now, actually. So, we'll get there. so uh, Alec, as your character half <coughs> makes your way uh, kind of out of the dining room area back to the grand staircase, you'd see that there is a set of wet footprints like someone just got out of the shower. Uh, there's a set of wet footprints leading from the backyard in through the back door around and up the staircase. Do they look muddy? Uh, they don't look muddy. Well, maybe a little bit of mud, like a mixture of like mud and mud and water. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I would say more wet than anything. He said up the stairs? Yep. Oh, I'm definitely checking that out. Hell yeah. Um, Even without a perception check, you'd be able to follow this fresh trail of footprints, these wet, kind of muddy footprints that lead down the hallway, and then they stop right in front of the red door. (laughs) 